0: Hey guys, welcome back to Needles, Hooks, and Dirty Looks podcast. I'm Brittany. I'm Sarah. And this is episode 12. I would do anything with yarn, but I won't do that. It's not. That? Is
1: that meatball?
0: It is not meatball? meatball. It's meatloaf. Meatloaf. I love you. Meatball. <laughs> That's a much more fun name.
1: I was halfway
0: there. I was halfway. halfway there. Definitely A for <laughs> effort. I was gonna sing it for our listeners, but I'm sure that they would rather his version than mine. <laughs> um, oh man. But yes, I think that we should let our listeners know that we finally finished those freaking blankets that oh. we have been working on for eons. Oh
1: my gosh, yes. I feel like Which, we're entering into a new chapter in our lives.
0: <laughs> I do, too, because I've got to be honest, it was really rewarding to just get to get out new yarn to play with.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and that was my deal. I couldn't touch any new yarn until I finished those things. So
1: That's what <sighs> takes me so long to finish things is I get really bored with it. And I'm like, oh, I'll just do this real quick. And I've been working on that second dragon shawl for the last couple of days and my goal is to do six rows a day if i can stay on track with six rows a day i should have it done uh by the end of next week so not this coming friday but next friday no i
0: just keep getting six second. rows mm-hmm. now because you work that from the bottom up right is that how it right. works out okay yes. so six rows now like how long does that take you on average starting out like um, where you're at right now,
1: like right now. So last night I did six rows, and it took me about two and a half hours.
0: Whew. That is so, that is definitely an investment of time.
1: Well, it wouldn't be probably if it wasn't daggle of thread. <laughs> 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 if you weren't crocheting with dental floss, <laughs> right. right? If it was, but it's really like, pretty worsted weight yarn. Thank you. Yeah, the it's I mean, it's gonna take longer the higher up that I go because of course the rows are just gonna get longer and longer the higher up that I go. But so for like Friday night and Saturday night, those are usually like my really late nights where I'll be up until maybe one or two in the morning working on stuff sometimes and um so I'll get more done the those nights, like more than six rows I might you know maybe do like 10 or 12 or something so that should knock off some time but that's my goal is to in the evening do like six rows before I go to bed
0: I like getting up in the mornings a lot of times I get up in the morning and I'm the only one up so I like to come down and I turn on the news and I like to just sneak a few rows in in the morning when it's nice and quiet still Although I'll say it's really hard then to drag myself to work because I'm like, or I could sit here on this couch and just keep knitting. <laughs> um, so that part mm-hmm. is a bit of a struggle, but I do like, I don't know, in the evenings it's nice too. I try to usually get a little bit done. I'm working on a headband now um, in this, actually it's the yarn you gave me. I believe it's called Dusty Rose, but oh. I don't remember the brand. But it's working up really neat. And I told you, I think yesterday, I had this epiphany. Maybe our listeners would like to go back to, like, episode two or three where I might have destroyed two <laughs> headbands in the process. Because I was trying to do... I, I always get these confused. I cannot remember if it's a garter stitch or a stockinette stitch. Because I think it depends on if I'm in my UK group or not as to what it's called. Oh. um, But... It's like you knit a row, purl a row, knit a row, purl a row. And it works out to where the one side just looks knit, like the normal little bumps. Right. Um, But then the other side looks almost like a braided kind of look. It's a little fancier. It's weird. It curls up on the edges a lot. And I'm not one that's ever done blocking. But when I tried those two headbands, I would always try to leave off, like, so that whenever I had to pick back up again, I knew that I started with a purl stitch night. I forgot where I was and so I was like five rows deep before I realized that it it was the complete opposite of what I had been doing and everybody kept saying in these groups like it's it's just so easy I don't understand how this happens to people just knit your pearls and purl your knits and I'm like oh well aren't you hunky-dory that's lovely except for (laughs) thank you tell me something I didn't know (laughs) right over the weekend uh as it would turn out it hit me like a ton of bricks. I don't know. Like I'm looking at this headband and I don't know if it's the coloring of this yarn is really neat. I'll try to post a picture of it once it's done. But the way that it works out, I can really see the rows They They are very opposite in color. So mm. as I'm looking, I'm like, Oh, so anytime it looks like this, this is what they meant. This is it. I, if it looks like a pearl, that means I knit. If it looks like a knit, that means I pearl. Like I get it now. And I felt like such yeah. an idiot because I destroyed these two headbands. Over something so silly.
1: Well, but when it clicks, like, it clicks, you know. I was trying the um, Celtic stitch um, on some hats uh, a few weeks ago. So, like, the OSU colored hats. Oh, yeah. The other ones. Um, If you notice, like, there's three rows in the body of the hat that is called a Celtic stitch or like a Celtic weave. I'm not hundred percent sure anymore. Cause I haven't done it for a while, but um, so it's like, it just looks kind of like maybe like a basket stitch almost like it's like part of it overlaps and the other part comes up under the underneath
0: okay. and
1: it took forever to figure it out. But once I figured it out, I was like, Oh, well okay I know how to do this now but and then I went to go do the next hat and then I had completely forgotten again so it was like another like two hours of trial and error trying to figure out to do it again but it's just it it helps when it clicks and you can see it and then it's like oh okay that makes total sense now
0: yes I watched about ten videos on something called the magic loop over yeah. the weekend Uh-huh. You use a really really long circular needle and then you kind of work it and like if you were making socks mm-hmm. say or something tiny um, your circulars are too big so you kind of work it instead of working it in the round like you would a hat mm-hmm. or something adult size. You just do this tiny little thing with you pull the cord this way and then you've got this loop but you're still working it and it took a million tries. I mean I, I ripped that yarn out a bunch of times because it was just a bit much but I finally got it and it wasn't that bad but I didn't realize when you get to the top of a hat like that you're you're supposed to have double pointed needles and I guess for a reason because I I couldn't figure out how to work it any smaller because my needles were so big. Oh yeah. So I ended up picking up some lace needles and trying to just work it off of those. It worked out okay. It turned out not terrible. Uh, definitely a work of improvement to come. Uh, now and but... I've seen
1: pictures and you know I'm not a knitter so i i don't know correct me if i'm wrong i've seen pictures when people are making something like circular like say a hat or something and they have like four needles almost yes so those I, are accurate? called okay yes
0: those are called double pointed needles and okay um my I guess grandmother-in-law, I don't know sometimes the technical terms here, but my mother-in-law's mom mm-hmm. used to knit with like eight needles at a time is what she said. And and oh. there's a lot of fancy like craziness that goes on, but you know, <laughs> basically like, four needles at a time instead of being only pointed at one end with like the nail head at the other end, kind of like the regular metal needles I use yeah. are, it's pointed at both ends so that you can work it from either side all the way around which is good and bad. The only thing that's bad I hear people complain is that like sometimes they'll sl- your stitches will slip off the back when you're trying to work the front. And I feel like it would probably be a lot to keep up with for someone that's not that experienced like me.
1: Yeah, that sounds intimidating
0: to me. But <laughs> There's something else. You'll probably know what it's <laughs> I, called. It's like in intarsia or entrancia in or something along those lines. That's crazy. If there are any knitters listening. Look that up and tell me if you give that a try. That is on my list of meatball. Things I will not do with yarn. (laughs) Is. Try that. At least not in this decade probably. Because I just feel like. It's a whole lot of skill. Yeah. What are some of your things you won't do?
1: Oh. You know it's funny that you should ask. And that we should be talking about this topic. Because like you know that I am superstitious but also like I'm a God fearing person and any kind of like satanic stuff I know that we've discussed this before uh, on here like it is a no
0: go for me and you're not going to crochet that Ouija board
1: <laughs> no
0: <laughs>
1: no I won't even look at it but it's funny because um, in my crochet groups a popular pattern right now that I cannot and will not get on board with is people are crocheting these goats with these pentagrams on their foreheads.
0: I don't know why. I don't know why what? that's a
1: popular thing. I don't know why it keeps getting a bunch of heart emojis. Like to me, I'm like, no. And it's funny because every time I'm going to need you
0: to screenshot this and send it. James. I
1: absolutely will. I absolutely will. Um, I was scrolling through my news feed, um the other day and it came up and it's not the first time like it's it's pretty popular but like I feel like I can't scroll past it fast enough. (laughs) I just need it out of my news feed um
0: I feel I feel you there I have some things like that also that I'm like just go go go
1: (laughs) and the shawls that I was making when I was looking on Etsy for shawl patterns and stuff and I've really been kind of into the filet stuff here recently like I didn't think that I would like it I tried it I understand it now, so I like it and I wanted to do more of it. But there's this one that was like this shawl with like this giant pentagram on it. And I was like, No, no. If somebody was like, Will you make this for me? Like it would be a no. What
0: about me. a hocus pocus shawl?
1: <laughs> I mean, I would do that because it's it's a movie, you know what I mean? But I'm not
0: wait. Is that the who's that? Is it's not disney is it hocus pocus is that disney i think so oh god they're gonna bleep us out again <laughs> they they mess up our airwaves every time we talk about them take us down never mind you're not making a hocus pocus shawl
1: i mean i would i would do something like that um you know just because it's it's a movie you know what i mean but i'm not gonna crochet you a shawl to wear to your next sacrifice like you know what i mean like I'm. yeah gonna, you're not gonna
0: <laughs> catch any bad juju from crocheting a hocus pocus I jaw
1: right i don't feel like i will but no i'm not gonna make you a a cape to wear to your next candlelight seance in the cemetery like i feel like that would be a no i a voodoo See, doll would probably be a no
0: i just don't <laughs> really me. have these problems because for me i feel like it would be more so like i've never have to list off a group of things that i won't do because it's more like let me tell you the two things i do know how to make <laughs> You're getting a headband or a scarf, which is it? Well
1: and I feel like a lot of people probably think from some of the things that I post that I'm very like, I don't even know what the word is that you'll 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 understand where I'm going with this when I say it. So last year, I crocheted a Trump hat and an American flag scarf. I also, in 2016, when he became president, people asked me if I would crochet them the pink pussycat hats. I did that, too. because Oh, I to remember me, that. I mean, to me, everybody's money's green, you know what I
0: mean? Like, I don't care if you... Right. are saving for a house, money is money.
1: Yeah, I don't care if you're a Republican, Democrat, blood, crip. It doesn't matter to me. Like, your money is, is, is the same to me. But when it comes to, like, a... Like, my soul <laughs> I feel like I'm not doing it
0: oh but my gosh you're hilarious
1: I just I don't know but I, I just have very like fine lines with things like that like I don't like I said I don't care like what your political affiliation is I had somebody ask me about making a and I'm gonna mispronounce his name I feel like but Buddha hat am I pronouncing that Buddha now? judge
0: okay okay Pe- Indiana Mayor Pete
1: uh, I think so. He was running for president.
0: Yep. Okay. Yeah, that's I think he's from Indiana actually.
1: Oh, okay. Mayor I mean, Pete. Someone had saw the Trump hat and was interested in uh what did you say? Buttigieg? judge?
0: Yes. Okay.
1: Wanted a hat um and, that, and I was getting ready to message them back about it. And then he dropped out of the race the same day. And I was like, okay, never mind. I guess it's not. I it's, feel
0: bad actually because name. I should stop calling him Mayor Pete. He has an official title now. I'm pretty sure he's part of, of the cabinet. Oh. um, If anybody doesn't
1: know, I'm not really into politics. <laughs>
0: so, yeah, I, I mean, clearly hear, here I am. Like, I think he's part of that cabinet or he's part of the cupboard. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Something right but i know mean, i do I, think he has a for real title i just couldn't tell you what it is i pay attention I, to the issues i don't just pay attention to the who's who's and you know he was kind of okay in the beginning i liked him because he was just kind of ho-hum you know midwesterners everybody's got a junk drawer and says oh i like you right but he did drop out pretty quickly i thought that was interesting but i don't know for our listeners not from america you probably get different very i don't even know what you guys probably see about our news but it's quite the interesting thing here day by day so that's why we really just stick to yarn and that's about it uh but yeah i don't know Mm. your trump hat was really good because was that the first time you'd done lettering like that
1: yes and that was a that was a pretty scary undertaking but i didn't think it turned out bad like i I liked it for my first one well and
0: since then you've done some more right
1: yes and they've come out better.
0: Yeah, that's ones. good. I, don't I know. always I feel like lettering is pretty skillful.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm always my worst critic with everything. And oh, so okay, so we have a coworker who he had me make his grandson a blanket when he was born, um, and I put his name in it. I tried. <laughs> forever to talk him out of that I was like how would I just make the baby blanket but like he really wanted the lettering in it and um so I did but that's just one of those things that like I'm always fearful of because how I picture something in my head or how I see it like when I sketch it out on paper is not always how it turns out and the last thing I want is for somebody to be paying for something and be disappointed in right how it turns out and sometimes most of the time I can fix Whatever needs fixed. If it's a sizing issue or whatever. Lettering is a little hard. Because it is stitched into it. So
0: it's not like. Right. You'd have to frog it all the way back. To even try to think of Mm -hmm. taking it out. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm
1: always very iffy. On things that are. Special request type things. Or things that I don't have a pattern for. Or that I have to kind of. Draw up myself. Because. If it's, if it's a pattern, that, that takes the guesswork out of it for me. I don't have to, um, like, freehand it. As and, long as it's a
0: quality pattern, though. because
1: Right. Oh, my gosh. That's about a 50-50 anymore.
0: I feel like...
1: I mean, how many times do I complain to you about patterns? I'm like, well, I spent $6 on this pattern. And clearly nobody tested it. Because yeah, I that's... feel a lot of times... and like in my crochet group when people will write patterns and they're like okay i need 10 pattern testers to test ta- test this pattern before i put it on etsy and people will volunteer they'll test the pattern they'll give their feedback on it oh, send that's
0: the smart. pictures that's you know
1: do. yeah uh there are patterns i bought that i can tell you right now not a soul tested this pattern
0: oh no i think that's i'm gonna try um a new pattern actually i forgot to tell you this earlier today I'm in a group. Um, it's actually a Knit Picks group. Shout out Knit Picks if you want to be our sponsor. But they've got a group called Together We Knit. And I'm part of that group. And I like it. Everybody's pretty friendly. Like, there's not a lot of cattiness in there. Everybody's Good. just kind of helpful. Nice. But a lady in there posted today and said, got this pattern, you know, many moons ago. And... Not really my thing. If anybody wants to give this a go, I will mail this to you, and it's a vintage nativity scene knitting pattern.
1: Oh, like okay. So, uh, is it like a like a wall hanging
0: or like nope, uh, like three like D like picture Bernie? But, oh, okay. You know, mm-hmm. the wise okay. men and mary and joseph and a little baby wow jesus um i don't know they're small so i feel like they're all different and i kind of like just in zooming up in the pictures at least basically looks like something you could work in the round most of them kind of look like a hat where they stuffed then the top of say the tiny long hat Mm -hmm. tied it off to make the neck for the head and then you know the down i'll send you a picture but I was so excited and she I was the first person to comment and she messaged me and got my address and she is going to mail it to me. So nice. shout out uh, to Together We Knit group because that was a super, super exciting thing this afternoon. Well, I feel like you I officially... really
1: like making like the, the little people and stuff too because I know everybody who is into crafts always prefer making certain things over other things. And I know your cousin really likes making the um like stuffed animal and people like she made the bernie with mittens
0: yes and stuff maybe we can bring her on as a guest because yes. she totally gets our yarn mm-hmm. situation yeah i'm gonna talk to her about that we are gonna maybe host our first guest whoa that's crazy That'd be exciting watch her um, be like no no we'll make oh my god it. We'll tell her <laughs> I would be devastated I'd be like if it's a no please just pretend you didn't get this message <laughs> just don't reply um, feelings will but no I'm too. excited to try them they are small so I feel like it would be something interesting but when I zoomed in on the patterns most of them just look like a knit stitch like there wasn't anything really super fancy maybe some color changes and then I guess what would you do just before you stuff like the head full stitch the face on top of the I mean I'm sure the pattern will tell me this when I get it I, I'm getting ahead yeah. of myself
1: I don't, I mean, I don't know about knitting, but for me, if something has a face on it, I do the face first and then I stuff it. Otherwise, when you're bringing the needle in and out, like it's going to have a bunch of batting.
0: On oh, it. yeah, good call. And so just do like this stitch it on out. and then fill it. Yeah. That's what I yeah. do. I'm excited. And I, you know, if I'm trying to make the whole scene here, I feel like now's about a good time to start on it as slow as I am that.
1: Oh, my God. Is there going to be a Christmas contest that we can enter it into? <gasps> a Christmas contest. Know. Let's find one. Okay. Is there an activity scene contest. Anywhere I don't around know.
0: here?
1: Okay. Homework tonight. We're looking for an activity scene contest.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, Game on. Oh,
1: because I bet that they. I. Okay. If they don't have one, we're creating one because I feel like you. Oh, how cool would that be to have like an activity scene contest? But. Like, you can make the nativity scene out of anything. Like, just be creative with it.
0: You know? Yeah. I'll tell you, growing up, we used to go to um, Open Door Church in Chillicothe, and Mm -hmm. they would take us. And I want to say it was out, like, in Vinton County, maybe, MacArthur, somewhere. I don't know. Somewhere in that direction of Vinton County. But they did a live nativity scene, full, everybody, people, animals, you name it. And it was one of the coolest things ever. Now, here in town um one of our churches does they always have the animals and stuff out at christmas for the nativity scene but i'm talking this one in macarthur had like the everybody everybody out and about like it was the real working nativity scene it was crazy but it was very cool
1: i do always make eric take me to go see the animals at the one in town
0: oh we always take the kids too it's total tradition yeah Uh, it's a must
1: I and mean, it's not like I didn't like grow up with sheep and that kind of stuff, but it's different because it's the nativity scene.
0: <laughs> I know, and it's always so cold. And I'm like, oh, you were out here really on a night, you know? Yeah. Although, okay, it wasn't probably cold. I would say there, but you know, oh yeah. Same. Um, but yeah, they're one of my favorites. So I'm gonna try to make a mini version. I'll I'll follow up in months to come and let you know how it works out. <sighs> That's so exciting i feel like we need to have a nativity scene
1: macaroni and cheese contest
0: oh my god let's put
1: that on the schedule let's do that this year for christmas
0: the angel first annual angel memorial macaroni and cheese nativity and she (laughs) mom loved nativity scenes she had this one that her dad got her that was like a like ceramic white but it almost had like a mother of pearl type finish to it like none of the figures had faces really it was just all like a statuesque kind of a but every year the top of our piano got covered with all those little christmas houses and the nativity scene got brought out
1: oh my sister she collects those little houses like the little lineup houses i love them
0: I do too. i don't have kids that are destructive i would like to collect them too and have like a little shelf that goes around maybe a train track yeah, I feel like I'm 36 going on like 65. <laughs>
1: I'd like to get something like that too when I don't have just a wild pack of wolves in the house that
0: That's what I'm saying too. Yeah, until then, it's like I'm even afraid to light a candle still, and my mm-hmm. kids are seven and ten. So
1: yeah, it's just it's it's different when you're like you're thinking about things versus the actual reality of. Having them, you know, I always walk in sometimes in the, like older people's homes and I'm like, Man, it looks really nice in here, and i are gonna keep everything really clean and all that, but I'm like, But it's also because they don't have teenagers and three dogs and four cats and <laughs> all kinds of stuff knocking. Well, and a of lot of times they're
0: retired too. And let me tell you, yeah. if I wasn't working a full time job and also didn't have small children in the house i would be taking whole days to clean and organize this beast too but i mean as it is now the struggle is real and i do good like i i pity anybody that stops by during the week midweek i'm really sorry (laughs) if you stop by like i clean really good on the weekends top to bottom so that then i can like enjoy the rest of the weekend but by midweek We've got two kids on two different baseball teams, and we try to do crockpot dinners, and there's just dishes. I mean, it's it's not good. Midweek, it's chaos here, so I don't know. I would thoroughly enjoy having all the time in the world also to keep everything super clean, but until then, we just live in the chaos. I don't know.
1: Right. Well, yeah, and like, for instance, tonight, we worked, and then I got off work and made dinner. And then whipped up a Jack Skellington hat just super fast before we got on the podcast. Like, there's just zero time <laughs> for anything else. There and then after is the none. podcast, I'll be working on the show until probably about midnight tonight. And then get up in the morning, and do it all over again.
0: Well, and get up in the morning and have a Zoom call. So, yeah. Zoom call mornings are always interesting because I feel like it's always like, oh, I gotta, uh, I gotta also look halfway presentable this morning. Darn it. Like, it's, such an afterthought for me like i was never one to really get done up in the office per se because Mm -hmm. same i just don't care frankly and i also really enjoy sleep so what little bit i do have i'm gonna use but now that we you know have been in and out of the office for some time it's a whole different ball game man you might find me with makeup like because it's a wedding like otherwise it's just not really happening i don't know So, on Zoom call days, I do try to, I don't know, look awake at least.
1: Yeah, that caffeine is just so important. I feel like, actually, you know what? I might not even work on my shawl tonight. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. What I would really like to do is just have some hot cocoa and watch an RV show
0: (laughs) tonight. Uh, I saw a school, did you say an RV show? Uh Uh-huh, yeah. I saw, man, I'm going to have to send it to you also. I'll have to post it for our listeners, but these people are making ridiculous homes out of school buses. Yeah. It's the coolest thing ever.
1: They are. I really want to get a camper van. Like, turn like an old sprinter van or something into an old sprinter van, but a sprinter van into like a camper. (laughs) Hashtag first world problems. Right. (laughs) I'm just afraid like I'll spend money on one and then it will break down on the road. So, (laughs) and I'll be stranded somewhere, but I want to get like a sprinter van and then turn it into one of those like traveling van things. Um, Because by the time, like I can actually like travel and stuff, I will be retired. It will just be Eric and I. We don't need a lot of space. And I don't want to be driving something big through traffic if we have to drive through big cities to get to our destination. Like, I want something that is small, that fits into your average size parking lot. Like, if I want to go to McDonald's or to Bob Evans or something to get something to eat, I want to be able to just park it in a parking lot, (laughs) go inside, get what I want, get back in. Yes. So I just, I want something small, fuel efficient, and that I can drive in big city traffic without trying to maneuver a big camper or RV or something
0: around. Yeah, I agree. Jeff's a really good driver. He would probably do most of our driving. But when we had, we had a pool behind camper uh, up until, well, up until Remington was born because then it was just too small for us, but he did really good with that, and it was a it was a, like a good size. I mean, it was about like that, mm-hmm. like, you know, it had a booth table set up, like you could put it down. It was a king-size bed, but that was the only bed, so it was okay when it was like the two of us, and Gatlin was little, he would sleep with us in the bed, but then Remy came along, and we sold it, but I want to get another camper, too, just because camping is cheap, too. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, our kids, we've decided are at the age of uh, like just experiences more than things like they're right. you know they're older not so much Remy. she still totally loves up the baby dolls and Barbies but Gatlin especially uh, toys you know what I mean it's not uh, not really a thing and video games are okay but I'd rather be doing adventurous stuff that they're gonna remember
1: right and I'm not a child psychologist but I did take psychology classes. This is one of the thirty-six thousand credits that I received from community college. That counts. And I right. I feel like it does. And so, and I remember learning that a child's most memorable years are from the ages of seven to ten. So, not that like, not that I think that. Like my kids' memories and stuff these days don't count. But I remember being especially cautious between the ages of 7 and 10 and making sure that the memories they were making were good ones and that they were outside playing and all that kind of stuff. Because I'm like, when they look back, these are going to be the years that they remember the most. Supposedly, that's what they say. So, I always wanted to make sure that we were always doing something and making memories between those ages. And like I said, not that they're not now, but... I remember being, like, especially focused on those years.
0: Well, and I think those are the years, too, that they're not so worried about what their friends think or are Mm -hmm. doing. And they're not embarrassed to hang out with their parents. And, you know, Gatlin's funny. He won't, if I dare, grab his hand in public. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's the end of the world. But Remy... Will hold my hand. She will ask to hold, you know, her grandma or her aunt or whoever's hand. And yeah, she loves everyone. She could, you know, she just wants to love everyone. Gatlin's to the age that, like, if we're at home, he might be like, Hey, you want to go snug on the couch and watch a movie? And I'll be like, Sure. But if we step foot outside, it's like he doesn't know who I am. So (laughs) I feel like seven to 10 is why that's probably such a good age because after that's when, you know, all those other things start to make an impression on them and start to kind of mold you know what they do with their free time a little more
1: yeah and they're starting to branch out a little bit and getting into the teenage stuff and it's like and that it's just very weird years like after 10 to because it's like they're not really into like the little toys anymore but they are sometimes but they're more into like the bigger stuff but it's you know it's just i don't know and i don't have a daughter i only have boys but and they've been very much like in the video games pretty much their entire lives but like I remember when Lucas was little, him just kind of like not being so interested in the toys anymore. And that was just sad because I loved him playing with toys, but. Right.
0: Cars really? and. Right. Yeah, not killing anybody in a video game. I mean, right. I don't know. Go back to like Hot Wheels and not like... headshots. I mean. <laughs> right. Oh, it's crazy. Sorry.
1: Ethan just came home from work, so I'm about just being a lunatic now.
0: It's okay. I feel like if... Sorry. They didn't say hello during our recording. Our listeners might be concerned for their safety or think something was wrong. Because they do usually like to join us. Well, and he's just on such an off schedule. Sometimes he gets home at 11
1: and sometimes it's 9 and you just never know.
0: When we ever figure out the video situation, we will definitely include them in a video with us sometimes. So that everybody can really get to know them. Because... They're so much fun. They look pretty fierce, um, but yeah. they're all big babies, really. So
1: yeah, they they're super p- protective, um, as you know from them trying to knock the door down the other day. Not, it's not even so much like super protective. It's just like lucky, for instance. Well, lucky and spade both like they have just such high anxiety that they want to be in my space. All the time, and there's a door between me and them, like they're not cool with it. Vegas could care less. She probably doesn't even care that we even live in the same house, to be honest. Like as long as, uh, as, long as she has food, mars, she doesn't care. But Spade and Lucky, they're they're mama's babies, is what they are, really. Lucky's laying here with me right now. So is Liza with her us. head under the blanket, as um, always. Well, when we. Uh, do I want to do a live whenever I get my website up and going and
0: I don't know they might make an appearance maybe in live. Oh, yes that's a great idea we will definitely keep our listeners posted on that so that they can yeah. join yeah. Uh, when we do your live so that'll be super fun yeah um, shout out again Canada's up another percent so we appreciate you guys sharing know, our podcast yeah. with your friends um continue to do so. We really enjoy doing this and talking with you all each week and we hope that you enjoy coming back each week. So keep sharing and, and-
1: Giselle. I want to give her a shout out. And I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing your name. I, I think it's Giselle. Um she really um interacts with us on Instagram and we I really love appreciate that.
0: Yes, it's so much fun. If you want to interact with us, Uh, You can get us on Instagram at NeedlesHooksDL. Uh, The same for our Facebook. Or you can email us at NeedlesHooksAndDirtyLooks at Mm -hmm. gmail.com. Spelled all the way out because Gmail loves us. Right. But (laughs) otherwise, we'll uh, look for, I don't know, hit us up there. Send us some pics of what you're working on. We look forward to it.
1: Yeah, we do. We love seeing all of your stuff. Jessica, she... Sent us a picture of her flag blanket that
0: she's working on. Yes, and we're gonna work on we're gonna work on this, Jess. We want to have you as a guest sometime, so mm-hmm. that would be fun just to have somebody else find out what they've been working on, and we'll find out how hard those little things. I know that she crochets also, but uh, she does make the little figures, so we'll we'll see how is, yeah how in over my head I am on this nativity set here, but we'll keep everybody posted next week. So we hope you join us. Yes, thanks. Bye.